0: Hi everyone. The Complex PTSD guy here. I had planned to do a podcast sooner than this. My my last podcast was about taking steps to overcome drinking addiction. I am still on that road to sobriety, and as many people know, it can be a lifelong journey. I have still been attending AA meetings every other week. My meetings with my addiction counselor were once a week, and that went on for several months. That has largely slowed down. I am still in what is known as my maintenance phase until the end of the year. I'll share a few things that I have done this summer that have worked for me and some other things that I can still work on. To start out, I need to state that I am not a counselor, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a doctor, I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD who chose to talk about it and I'm simply sharing what works for me. And in case you don't know, complex PTSD is related to long-term trauma. I hope everyone has had a great summer. It has been hard this year, and I have heard that alcohol and drug abuse have increased in this country, largely due to the COVID-related stress. Depression and suicidal thoughts have increased too, and acts of suicide. Suicidal thoughts and depression... Um, are things I've dealt with for over 20 years. So it's nothing new for me, and I hope maybe some of my podcasts can help others with those issues. One piece of advice, if, if you are feeling like you cannot get out of a funk or just get out of bed, my advice, and it's what works for me, is just do it. Just pick yourself up and go for a walk. Get some sunshine. I know that vitamin D from the sunshine really helps me, it helps everyone from what I understand, and making sure that you get your vitamins in general is known to help, and that can be easily forgotten. Um, I've recently started using a powder mix that has 15 vitamins in it, and I just mix it with water, so that can help in a lot of ways. Um, In relation to my own sobriety, I have slowed down how often I attend AA meetings, Once a week was a lot for me to do, and it stressed me out, and it made me want to drink more, which I did, so I now attend every other week, and this works much better. I've also recently rearranged my work schedules. Starting this past June, I began working both of my jobs full-time. As you may know, I'm a licensed massage therapist, and I have my degree in history, so I do historic preservation too. I work about 57 hours a week. It's a lot of hours, but staying busy helps me emotionally. I still have a full day off from both jobs, so that's nice. My new schedule also allows me to go to the gym three days a week for about 45 minutes. This has helped me a lot too. I just recently started to go more often, and it definitely helps with my depression. I've also cut back, I haven't drank regular caffeinated coffee in about probably two months now, I've been drinking decaf, and that's helped a lot. During the summer, I drank about twice a week, which was better than what I did before, which was about three to four times a week. Lately, I've drank about one time per week, so hopefully by October I can get it down to once every other week, and so far this is working for me. Another thing that helps is to talk to personal friends about the dangers of drinking, a friend visited me yesterday and he lost his license quite some time ago and the license was suspended for I believe a whole year. He had two DUIs within the same year and this happened about this was over a year ago. He hasn't had his license since then. Every time he visits me he takes a lift ride. I didn't even know that he had lost his license until I mentioned to him about two months ago that I have a drinking problem. And he told me last night when he was here, he said, he was speaking about his own situation and he said, don't drink and drive, whatever you do, don't drink and drive. Um, And I could tell that he just, he really meant it. And it wasn't him lecturing me, it was him just speaking about how awful it is to not have a license I really felt that him saying that to me was far more effective than all of the AA meetings and all of the therapy sessions that I've had in relation to alcohol. Outside of the therapy where I was diagnosed with my complex PTSD, that session was huge for me. But in relation to all of the addiction meetings, all of them I've had, him saying that in that one small moment... It really got to me in in a good way. Um, And it just was kind of eye-opening. So I thought maybe that could help some of you. Maybe you know someone who's lost their license. Someone who's like a personal friend that you've known. Maybe they've lost their license and they regret drinking and driving. Maybe talking to them could help you too. Another thing that I want to mention in relation to drinking and complex PTSD... Is that my particular PTSD is triggered by feelings of incompetence? I also tend to be a self-saboteur, self-sabotage. So one big thing that is really bad about my drinking is that I tend to text people, and sometimes I email people when I'm inco- with these incoherent messages when I'm drunk. I truly believe there's a larger subconscious reason behind me doing this. The reason being is that when I drink, I primarily think about the things that my complex PTSD is related to. And that's abuse, denial, and being treated condescendingly by my abusers. So when I get drunk and I send these incoherent messages, I'm actually putting myself into that same position. I am setting myself up to look like some incompetent drunk in the eyes of others. If I were to lose my job or wreck my car during a drinking blackout, That would mean I would have to rely on others for a ride or for money. This would do the exact thing that triggers my PTSD. I'd be in a forever rat wheel of incompetence. I really think that is the big issue for me here. Self-sabotage leads to incompetence, and it's that feeling that I have my issues with. One famous person that many people know who has this same issue in relation to self-sabotage is Roseanne Barr. A lot of you might remember when she sent that tweet out in 2018 and she ended up losing her show. Her own son was on a YouTube show with her once and he said, I think you're a self-sabotager your mom. And that's because she's stuck on the comeback. She loves the comeback. The fight to show that she can pick herself up. I struggle with the same thing. I struggle with that fight of getting out of that state of incompetence it's not a fun feeling I have to remind myself to stop the excuses that make me want to drink because that's the first step down to that road that's, and that's most of my show for today so if you have a close friend who's honest about what they've been through in relation to drug or alcohol addiction I would say that maybe that could help you just like it helped me That's all for today's podcast. Take care. The Complex PTSD Guy signing off.